Fucky, 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 fucky. Put respect on my name. Get hyped and gaggy. Hello everyone and welcome to Gaggy with Faggy episode 5, yay! We made it. Usually I would have fully, like, given up by now, but I'm actually enjoying this. Um, because I really, I talk to myself anyway, but for some reason doing this, it feels less like I'm going insane and talking to myself and more like I'm actually speaking to people. Uh, so thank you. Now, I put on my Instagram the other day, I said the other day, it was literally this morning, I'm bullshitting already, um, a question and answer kind of thing, and asked if you all had any questions that you want me to answer, or any opinions that you wanted to be expressed, and there was a lot. Um, so I've had to narrow it down, because you all know I talk a lot, um, about very tiny little things. So if I answered all of the responses, I, this podcast would genuinely be like an hour long. And I like to keep them short to reflect my attention span. Um, so I'm going to go through these. So the first thing, Ursula... Ursula Adams, also a member of the Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, said that I should do a drag alphabet rap, which is honestly such a good idea. <laughs> I'm mad that I didn't think about it myself. Um, obviously, I am working on the album at the minute, so... Ooh, but I really want to... See, this is where my internal monologue becomes external, and I start arguing with myself about what my priorities should be. Um, I will probably end up doing that at some point, because uh, I don't see why not, and it seems like quite a fun thing to do. Like, there's a lot of... it's What's cool about drag is there's a lot of... Um, like, sociolex, like, there's a lot of, like, slang, sorry, I'm on steroids and my brain's finding it very hard to work, but there's a lot of slang and things like that, that would be really cute in an alphabet rap. Um, yeah, (laughs) thanks, Ursula, I probably will end up doing that. Um, so let's keep a lookout for that. I've actually been considering doing, because I really, I'm really enjoying these, um, like the 30 days song challenge and things like that, and these little, like, creative challenges. Like, I've been enjoying those a lot, and I was kind of considering doing, like, a seven day, like, a seven days of verses challenge for myself, where, because I always, whenever a new song comes out, or even an old song that I just listen to all the time anyway, I always write my own verse, like, I write my own rap to it, just to pass the time and also to, you know, live it, live the fantasy, um, so it'd be really cool, like, I'm, I must do it, like, every couple of days, so it'd be cool to challenge myself and see if I can do one a day, but again, with the album come in, and I'm still working on 
like quite a few of the tracks it might be better if I just you know focus <laughs> do what I'm supposed to be doing um let's see what else was said so we had ah Ariel Ariel Kuga follow her as well said was Jan robbed right <laughs> probably should have done a spoiler alert so spoiler alert um I mean I don't watch I've not watched <laughs> this season's drag race like I've, I've tried watching it I got two yeah two episodes in I literally watched all of the intros oh yeah and then I watched another episode so I'm three episodes in and I really am not enjoying the series. Like, I'm just not going to watch it. Like, some of the queens are really funny. For example, Jan. Um, and Rockham. I like Rockham as well. But it just doesn't make up for the fact that there are so many... Pr problematic is a really, like... understatement but there are so many that it's almost unbearable to watch <gasps> oh my god what are the chances that that just happened oh well Jan's doing something on her Instagram sorry I got distracted because I was looking at her Instagram and she went private for literally like five seconds and then went off private. I think she knew that I was watching her. Um, but yeah, do you know what? I'm going to say Jan was robbed. And I'm going to say anyone else that goes home before Britta and before Sherry. And I don't know any more of their names to be fair. Um, but any queen that goes home before them has been robbed. that's just my 20p in the situation yes she was robbed she's sick she's probably jan is probably the only per, like the only queen that i remember the name of for a good reason from this season of drag race um so i mean i'm assuming that because you're saying she was robbed she's gone home so there really is no point in watching it for me now oh actually tell a fucking lie i absolutely love heidi in closet like she's so funny when i was watching it her and jan literally just kept me interested in watching the show i don't know if she's i don't even know if heidi's still on the show she must be because she's fucking sick um so yeah ariel she was robbed. <laughs> right, what else we got? Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. You asked, what are your reasons for doing drag? What inspired you? Oh my god. I'm so glad I narrowed these questions down because <laughs> this one is going to be long-winded as 
fuck. Especially with my steroid brain. This could go on. So I hope you've got a snack or a cup of tea. So I started... My first experience um, of drag, of seeing drag, like any of it, was my friend Potato in Manchester. We went to college together and they basically made me (laughs) watch the triple a girls and all these like latrice and all like the um like the queens at the time because it was around season four ish that they started getting me into it and i wound up watching all of drag race but i still didn't have an interest in doing drag at all like i i wasn't even out yet so like I had a lot to work out before I even got to the point of working out how I wanted to express myself as well um and then I went to uni and um I started looking at there was quite a lot actually I started looking at like gender and sexuality and performance which I still do now and then I was also looking at how you can use performance as therapy and I stumbled across using drag as therapy and I kind of just mixed the two together and had like a focus on that and I decided that I wanted to try it because I was not in a very healthy place mentally at the time and then my first drag persona came about and that was interesting it helped my mental health so it did its job but yeah (laughs) I remember the the first gig I did was actually alright because I was doing like it's not far off what I do now as faggy like I got up I did sweet transvestite and I did a lip sync the lip sync is the only bit that I don't really do much now but my second performance was absolutely horrific. It was in Mama's Drag Battle. I got a cheap... And when I say cheap, I mean, like, a student could afford it comfortably wig off Amazon. And um, I had a T-shirt that I cut in half <laughs> and makeshifted a skirt out of the bottom half and a crop top out of the top half and I did essentially no makeup um yeah I guess sad point my friend I found out my friend passed away that evening so I turned up to viaduct an absolute mess like just not wanting to like you have those days where performing even doesn't help like you just need to be at home but I'm one of those people where if I've committed I'm not going to cancel short notice so I still turned up and did my best my best was horrific that night and yeah (laughs) the judges went in if you imagine Simon Cowell but Simon Cowell shoved a cactus in a sensitive area then jumped in a bath full of vinegar 
that's how it felt being read by those judges so yeah that was fun but yeah i carried it on um obviously um i went into my second drag persona after all that where i started it was like phase two of experimentation and figuring out who i wanted to be so there, there was a little bit of rapping but not much there was a lot of singing and very little lip syncing like today because it's just not really my vibe um and i'm not good at it so why do it um and during that time i really went through like different aesthetics trying to work out how i wanted to look how i wanted to present myself what exactly i wanted my act to be and try to start working on a brand um but obviously when you are when you're still in the experimenting stage it can be quite difficult to you know build a brand like it can be hard And yeah, that kind that period of like experimentation went on through uni. I'd say towards the end, like towards last summer, is the point where I really started to figure out who I was. I ditched my drag name, took up the mantle as Fagilicious. And I moved back to Hull. And that brings me to my other question, which I actually got quite a while ago. Oh my god, I just dropped my phone. I'm not enjoying how clumsy I am lately. (laughs) Like, it's not ideal. Yeah, so I can't remember what the quest- the wording of the question was, but I know it was from Will, and you asked me about the whole scene, which is a really fun question, because I absolutely fucking love the whole scene. <laughs> like, it's easily... Not to shit on Leeds Queens, because Leeds Queens are so talented and nice and like probably friendly when you know them um but obviously one with uni two with health issues three with like bereavements and all this stuff added up to the point where i just wasn't able to go out and meet everyone so i came back to hull and i really made an effort to like make sure that i spoke to other queens and kings on nights out and spoke to the bar staff and just really got to know everyone and my experience here now is so much different like i absolutely love the whole scene so much like i don't know it just feels different like there's something really unique about hull's scene where like you've got fuel prop star and then like you've got the cabinet of curiosities which i'm a part of um which is like a huge collective of talent 
which all comes together and it's like just basically loads of subgroups but the subgroups aren't catty everyone gets along and coexists which is so nice like it's so welcoming and friendly and like supportive and queens what i like like what i like the most is that queens will like if your lips are touching your nose and your lashes are glued to your fucking eyebrows and one eyebrow is on your hairline and the other one is halfway down your cheek like they'll tell you about it but they'll do it in a constructive way like especially for baby queens like they'll be so like like i see what you were going for and it looks cute the effect is nice but maybe just try doing this and that to me is so much better like i don't agree with scenes that try and put off new queens and there's a lot of opportunities to perform as well which is so nice like as like there's more and more opportunities to perform with like local competitions like the cabinet pageant and things like that and performers are valued here like in the whole scene performers are valued no matter what you do you don't really get people telling you you can't do that because there is definitely a kind of sense at the moment especially now that drag race is in the uk that drag has to be the lip syncing, death dropping, splitting, stunting thing. Where it don't have to be that. Fair enough if it is. And props to you if you can do that. Because I'm fucking dyspraxic. I'll break every bone in my body. But it's nice that in whole, every performance style is appreciated. And will be given time to find its audience. Like, I just think that's sick. So yeah, I really like the whole scene. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed... Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to announce it yet. But after the lockdown, I will have a job. Which is so... Like, is such a relief. And I might have mentioned it already. Maybe I'm just being fucking stupid on these steroids and forgetting everything. But yes, I will have a job after the lockdown is over. Which honestly almost makes me emotional because it's something that i've been working for for about two years um and yeah it's gonna be really good it's gonna be an experience i'm gonna be hosting and performing like two nights a week but i honestly i think besides the album and things like that it's one thing that I'm the most excited about that like I'm more excited for the for the job than I have been for anything for quite a while so I'm really looking forward to that and I will tell you where it is and when all that stuff later on I don't want to get in trouble and lose my job for announcing it too early because that would be devastating Uh, so yeah, I'm going to wrap it up there because I feel like I've waffled but I'm not sure and the way that I record this doesn't actually tell me how long I've been recording for so I mean it could be 5 minutes, it could be 50, 
we're just going to have to see. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please go to my Instagram at Faggylicious and let me know what you want me to talk about. I'm literally open to anything. Um, ask me any questions, ask me my opinion on things, my opinion on you, my opinion on another queen, <laughs> literally anything. I do not care. We're all stuck inside our houses at the moment and it's nice to just speak. So yeah, let me know anything. Faggy out. <laughs>